The fact of the matter is, whether you've been in network marketing for years or just a few days, your family and friends have seen your opportunity and your phone is, as we call it, burnt. If you're anything like me, that's a scary thought. So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who love the network marketing profession, who no longer want to be that guy and are tired of convincing people during uncomfortable let's get coffee meetings where they say, what's this all about? How do we market in a way that aligns us with our dream clients and expands our network of upfront and transparent professionals, allowing us to get our time back, our families back, and gain a real passive asset? People like us who value impact over income, we deserve to see our visions once and for all. Join me in this podcast where we'll uncover just how to do that. My name is Eric Sablon. Welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. What's going on, guys? Eric Sablon with Burnt Phone Marketing. I'm here interviewing Khaled Hamir, who's been in the industry since he was 18 years old. So think about this. The, liter- the minute he turned 18, he, s- he pretty much signed the documents to get into network marketing. So he's had amazing success over the last uh, six years, and he's just been growing and growing and growing. Um, he's on a huge team. He's uh, got some really good mentorship and really good support. He's out of Canada, so anywhere, like I'm from Alaska, anywhere in the world you can make this happen. So don't be that person that says, oh, I'm different because I'm from this small town or I'm from this place. So just knock down that, uh, you know, knock down that false belief because he's doing it. So I'm actually just going to jump in and uh, introduce Khaled and let him kind of tell his backstory on how he started with network marketing and what he thinks about the profession. Yeah, totally. You know, so, you know, I remember like when I was super young, like I remember like one time, I think in elementary school or junior high, my mom came home one day and was like, Hey, you know, like I started this new like home based business or whatever. And she kind of briefly described network marketing, but then I never heard about it ever again. (laughs) So then until I was um, 18, I was 17. And a friend of mine had introduced me to a network marketing company and um, I wasn't like, I didn't really understand it. Like he was brand new and like, didn't really know how to explain it. And I was 17. And then I remember I tried signing up, but it wouldn't let me sign up because I was underage. And then he like, and then I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to do this. And then he kept following up with me for months and months and months, even though he still didn't understand how to do it. I just saw him like, okay, this is my buddy. You know, he's been doing it for a decent amount of time now. It looks like he's making some money you know and he looks like he's been changing in a positive way and you know like I've always been that kind of guy it's just like I just feel like doing crazy things you know against the odds type thing like I'm just like I I get anything that I've almost ever done and to be honest man I just saw people who you know like average people with above average incomes that were living above average lifestyles and people that I just wanted to be around and that's what my buddy was doing right and so I'm just like you know what I, I I feel like there's some sort of light at the end of this tunnel here and you know um you know, I'm just going to kind of go for it. So I, I kind of jumped in, you know, seven months later when I was 18 and, you know, didn't really understand anything at all, but kind of just learned as I went. So that's kind of how I got into it and kind of what I saw out of it. Um, but then, of course, being in it, you really start to reap all the other benefits of just money and, you know, freedom, right? Like you start to reap the benefits of personal development for example, right? That's not something that most people would think of until they're into network marketing, right? So that's been like super big for me. Yeah, so I would say personal development and 
seeing a vision of uh, people that are average, average people doing above average things is one of the things that I really love about the industry because, you know, a lot of times you go to school, you get good grades, and then you come and you start at this one point and you're not, you know, that's, that's where you start. And then as it, as you move up the chain, then you start to, you know, get a small increase and a small increase and a small increase and a small increase. What I love about network marketing is if, if you compress those time frames, those small increases in what we're doing as an entrepreneur become large increases and large increases and large increases. So, you know, one of my favorite guys that I like to listen to is Johnny Wimbry and he says, increase, increase, increase. And I love that. And so you were in, I like it. You were in, you were literally involved at 17 watching people, watching yeah, yeah. friends do, do that. So what would you say about the social media side of things? How, when you introduce the, your concept to somebody and they're kind of watching you and watching you and watching you, and you said a lot about follow-up, what would you give the audience that you're uh, kind, of, kind of some tips on what you want to post on social media and then how you want to follow up with them. Totally. So I, I will start with this. Like what, when I got introduced, I was not taught like the social media way. Like I was introduced to a, to a company that's no longer around, but um, uh, you know, they, they, you know, were, they were all about like the home events and like the three-way phone calls and everything, which was like, cool like i was down to do it and we did it for like a hot minute like i remember like we, we live in like this small kind of this really small city and we were packing like living rooms and all our buddies from high school and stuff like in the in the city right and it, it was fun but like you know like what i saw on social media from anyone was not anything that like would actually attract people right like i remember like you know the whole time thinking like oh can this actually be done online like no one that i knew was actually talking about doing social media and like attraction marketing and things at the time that mm -hmm. I knew at least I know I know like now I follow a couple people that have been doing it since like oh nine and stuff and I'm like man like where was this guy back then you know what I mean in in my mm -hmm. life right um but back then even like my buddy like like honestly he wasn't doing things right on social media right like he was almost like spamming everything on social media but because I, I had a relationship with him mm -hmm right? Like it was different for me, if that makes sense. You look past the spam. So, I mean, he was having, yeah, I mean, and, and he wasn't like spamming the way some of these other marketers out there. I mean, like he would just like, you know, not, not like as bad as that. I don't really know how to describe it, but not like, I guess the proper way, if that makes sense. Right. right. Like he wasn't right. doing it like the smartest way. Right. So, um, you know, kind of what I see now, like, you know, when that company got shut down that I was previously in, you know, I actually uh, found a guy, a guy in that company, you know, his name was John Melton, right? And so right. I kind of met him at an event and, you know, I, I, I walked into him at an event and he was hosting this like little like one-off seminar and one of the, one of the like breakout sessions, right? And, you know, I just sat in there by myself and I'm like, and he was talking all about like social media and like generating leads on Facebook and everything. And I'm just like, everything that he was saying, like, not even just about like social media, but in his life, like resonated with me. I'm just like, you know what, man, like when I'm one day when I'm his age, I want to be where he's at, you know, in his life and blah, blah, blah. Right. So like, and he was helping me out, even though I wasn't in his team, like later on. Right. right? And then, you know, when that company ended, I'm like, man, this is the guy I'm going to, you know, kind of link arms with. Right. So, you know, what I see that's done well on social media now is like literally talking to people about, you know, how your product service opportunity can benefit them, right? Talking about what it does rather than what it is, right? 
um, you know, focusing on like, you know, their needs over your own, you know, you know, like the analogy that I always give, like that I actually gave on one of my uh, videos the other day, like, let's say, hypothetically speaking, you sent out random Facebook messages, spamming people saying, Hey, here's my link. And then you're like, and then you send a sign up link in your first message or whatever <laughs> you sending that message is literally the equivalent of you going up to some random girl and asking if you can bang. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. That that's, that's literally the equivalent versus, you know, if you reach out to someone and say, Hey man, you, Hey Eric, I know we don't know each other. I saw you're Alaska. You know, I'm actually in the process of expanding one of my projects over in Alaska. And I was just curious if you'd at all be open to taking a look at a side project to uh, maybe earn some extra income if it didn't take away from what you're doing full time. But if not, no big deal. Right. You know, and then so that kind of, you know, what I've learned is just by doing something like that, you know, seeing if people are open, you know, stating why, you know, the elephant in the room, like, yeah, no, we don't know each other. Right. You know, why I'm reaching out to you, giving you an out. That would be the equivalent of, you know, me going up to some you know, cute girl. And, you know, in, instead of asking that girl, Hey, do you want to bang? I'd be like, Hey, you know, um, I don't know if you're here with anyone, you know, I honestly thought you were attractive and I just, just curious if you'd be open to, you know, letting me buy you a drink, but if not, no big deal. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think most girls would be offended by that. You know what I mean? The, the worst thing that they're going to say is no, you know, I have a boyfriend or, you know, Hey, I'm like not interested. You know what I mean? But you know, in a way, I don't think that's like offensive. You know what I mean? Right. You right. know, what's really cool is the way that you put it out there, the way that you said it just like that, if most people would take the network marketing invite with that mindset of I'm going to ask a girl out or I'm going to ask a guy out. I mean, let's be honest, girls ask guys out now. So if they took, they that, if they took that mindset on that, you know, that's a huge, that's a huge nugget for network marketing. Think of yeah. it as dating because most people, will literally accept what you're listening. They'll, at least the guard will be down. They'll be open to say yes or no. They're, they're open to, to, to see what you're doing. That, man, that, that, Cal, that's a huge nugget. That's a huge okay. nugget. At age 24, that's a huge nugget. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, honestly, that was like something like, and that was something that I heard, you know, like I didn't come up with that analogy, but like, you know, that's something that just related to me, right? Like a lot of times people will be like, you know, well, you got to treat it like a business, right? Well, here's the truth. Most people in network marketing have never built a business prior to network marketing. So how do I know what, how, what that even means, treated like a business? Now, I actually have, right? I've done other, you know, kind of entrepreneurial ventures, but like nothing on a crazy scale, right? But like, you know, the average person has only worked jobs, right? So, I mean, at a young age, you know, like, you know, when, even when I got started at 18, like I was like looking back, like I was never meant for success back then because like, yeah, I had a big vision on what I wanted to do, but like 18 is the legal drinking age up here in Alberta, <laughs> right? So I mean, the only thing that like me and my buddies were focused on was getting paid on Friday, being broke by Monday, hitting on girls at bars and clubs that, you know, we would never get, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I even remember like being in the lineup to get into the bar, like, like that first company I was in, like we had like these energy drinks. Mm -hmm. And I'd see someone drinking a Red Bull and I would just do stupid shit like be like, hey, you should drink this instead, you know, like at the at the lineup, trying to get into the bar, you know what I mean? Just like prospecting people, you know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, yeah, you know, like I didn't like the, like I had a big vision, but not like the actual character to develop success at the time, right? But But being in network marketing over time through like the personal development and everything has helped me structure that. You know, and that's going to kind of be a different path for everyone that comes in, right? One of the things that one of my mentors told me is uh, your check grows as you grow. Okay. 
Yeah. And uh, it was it was a huge nugget because you know uh, sometimes you're not ready for that big check. Yeah. Because yeah. you need to grow into that check, and uh, that was that you know that was one of the things like. There's a reason why I'm stuck at this rank. There's a reason why I'm here. There's a reason why, you know, I'm not where, you know, John is. There's a reason why I'm not where you are, you know. It's, it, and when you get that wrapped around your head and you don't compare yourself, a lot of times you grow into it because you become humble. Yeah. And one of the things on this, on this podcast is we take, I actually interview real business owners as well which really helps out a lot of people because I ask them questions that relate to network marketing on how they built it. So how they built their brick and mortar business or how they built their online real business, or if they're doing e-commerce stuff like that. So the processes and the foundation and the structure are the same in all business, but people are like, Oh, it's network marketing. It's different. And when you realize that business is business is business, that you're going to need to attract leads you're going to need to, you know, create a sale. You're going to need to follow up. You're going to need to service that client. If you think of it as a business like that, then you definitely will know how to run your business. And, you know, that's why, that's one of the things that we do here in Burnt Phone Marketing is I take successful business owners and bring them into here so network marketers will understand that a lead is a lead and a click is not, all clicks are not made the same. Let's just be honest. All clicks are not made the same. And, um, man, you, you've had some huge nuggets. John Melton, I, I love that guy. I actually do a lot of his courses. I love John and Nadia. And, in fact, um, one of the events, one of the events that I went to, it was in Orlando. And he had just come into the company, and I saw him. He grabbed a group of people. It was one of the coolest things that I've seen. He grabbed a group of people. He stood on a chair in a hallway. And I always tell people that at events, the hallways and the corridors are where you get the biggest and deepest nuggets. That's where you find gold. And I saw him on a chair and he had his group and he's just telling him and launching and casting this future-based cause and casting this vision. And I was like, man, one day I'm going to be on that chair doing the same thing in a small little tiny room outside of an event. And I, I just can't wait to do that. And I was like, man, this is so cool. Like, that nugget, if you're not looking for it, you're never going to find it. And that was one of the big things. So another thing, since we're talking about events, what, give me two books you're reading right now or that you'd recommend to the uh, audience. And then what events are you attending this year? Totally, totally. So, I mean, I always like recommend like, you know, I'm assuming the majority of the people that kind of listen to this are already like into personal development or anything. So like, and, and like any of my like anyone that I know outside of you know this kind of realm, I always tell them like you know think and grow rich, how to win friends and influence people, magic of thinking big. Um, I always tell them those kinds of books, right? And I mean, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably aware of those. So I'm not really going to go into depth about those, but I mean, those are staple books that I will say that I come back to, right? Because it's like you know those and and, and like. I'm not sitting here telling you to read it. I'm assuming you have, but I'm telling you to like come back to it, right? Because study like, it. Study it, right? Like I remember I met Bob Proctor in my first company, like the first company I was in, um, lo and behold, um, you know, we actually were in his wife's team. So at events, like we would get like private one-on-one training with him and everything and it tra- changed my life, right? Wow. And so that's where I kind of learned all about visualization, law of attraction, all that kind of stuff, right? And so 
you know, he would, he's read Think and Grow Rich every single day for like the past 56 years. Like not like front to back, but just right. like, like certain parts of the book, right? Like right. it might be for like, because remember he always used to tell us, okay, so you're going to, you got to read this chapter on desire for the every day for the next 90 days. And we would have like little, you know, contests like that, right? Little homework pieces like that, right? And then we'd have like a team webinar, you know, with him talking about it, right? Um, but I will say, um, the War of Art has been a great book. It's okay. all about resistance and, um, you know, doing it anyways type thing, right? You know, that's been a great uh, book. Uh, Stephen Pressfield wrote that one. Um, and The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by Robin Sharma was actually like, that was a cool book too. You know, it's about, you know, leadership development, I, I'm not, I don't want to ruin it for you because it's just like, it actually tells a story, but it's like a personal development story, if that makes sense. So, but that's a really, really good book too. And so interesting title too, that made me want to read yes. The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. I wrote it down. I literally wrote it down. So I'll put that in the show notes. So everyone yeah. can a link to The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and basically, I guess like in a nutshell, like, I guess if I was to give a about about that book like you watch that show suits you know my wife does okay so you're aware of it so like harvey specter from suits right so basically picture like some really really successful lawyer in new york city but like way unhealthier than harvey specter it's like harvey's pretty good but like right. way unhealthier like way more overweight drinking every night all that kind of stuff but has all the material stuff and, you know, eventually something happens in his life. I'm not going to ruin it, right? right? But then he ends up, you know, traveling to, like, the Himalayas in India by accident, right? And then by accident stumbles upon, like, the monks and their lifestyle. And, you know, they kind of teach him all about the mind and how powerful the mind is, right? And they really go into depth on the fact that the brain is the only organ that actually named itself. Hmm. That's true. Right. So they, they start teaching him a bunch of stuff about like the mind and he shifts completely. And then he comes back a, a few years later and no one even recognizes him. He looks like 20 years younger, you know, like complete 180. And he has like all this knowledge and his purpose then is to come back and serve the rest of the world with that knowledge. Right. So. Wow. That's, that's a powerful yeah, book. We're going to put that in the show notes. People are yeah. going to be reading that book. Totally. <laughs> All right, so you've been in the industry for six years, six or seven years, and I like to ask this question. Um, the day you signed up, 18 years old, you'd, you'd been pre-framed for six, seven months, literally that this is the lifestyle that other people are doing, this is how I wanna do it. What advice would you give yourself, knowing what you know now in the industry, um, what would you give yourself the day you, filled out the application, clicked, I'm in online, you know, however you enrolled, what would be, you know, two or three tips that you'd give the audience that maybe are just now signing up or pushing the refresh button or doing, you know, doing something different. Um, what would you, what would, what would be three tips that you'd give them? Three tips. Okay. So the first one I actually did, and that was just get into action right away. Like not trying to be perfect. Right. You know, some people, you know, they'll come in or they'll look at something and be like, I need to know everything before I get started. I need to make sure I'm have people who are going to join me before I join. Right. I need that kind of like assurance. Like I didn't actually have it. I kind of just had the mentality that 
I'm probably going to make mistakes along the ways anyways, right? There has never been one successful person in network marketing, let alone any other industry that has walked on stage and that has not talked about some sort of mistake that they've made. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, so I, you know, was, I remember like, I was like prospecting people right away. Like I didn't have the best invite at all. Like I was just going up to my friends and saying like, Hey, you know, like I got this really cool thing that, you know, I'm doing now and you have to watch it. Like that's, I, I, that's all I was saying. And is that the best way of doing, of saying it? No. Right. But I mean, I was saying something, right. You know, and that's, that's way better than, and I was getting my, because I had good relationships with all my friends and everything. Right. Like I was getting their eyeballs on it. Right. Versus me just like not saying anything and then waiting and buying all these courses and learning the perfect script. And then you sound like some freaking robot, you right. know, when you talk to your friends and then your friends are like, uh, who are you? You know what I mean? Like, I remember like some of my friends, I was even saying, guys, there's this energy drink. I'm going to promote it. We can mix it with vodka and pre-drink before we go to the bar. And they were like, I'm in. You I'm in. I mean? so, you, you know what I mean? So like, I was just saying something, right? And not, not being perfect, right? So that's the first thing that I would say. The second thing that I would say is find somebody that, you know, is a mentor to you and do everything that they say. And, you know, like, I know like a lot of people, you know, especially in network marketing, like, you know, people always go on the stage and like, like, you need to be coachable. I'll tell you this. Most people are not coachable. Maybe you're coachable in some areas of your life, but you should take inventory on where you are coachable. Right. And like, I've even, you know, become even more aware of this, even in the last couple of years that I'm still like in all areas of my life, I'm not as coachable as I should be. You know what I mean? Like, I remember, you know, like, um, you know, I, I remember, uh, I, I guess one example that I can give you is, you know, so I full-time, I'm actually finishing my culinary arts, I guess, like education, right? So like, mm -hmm. I'm a sous chef right now at a uh, casual fine dining concept, right? And I remember the first day about a year ago that I came into this restaurant that I got this position, I remember the first day, you know, I went in and I'm like, okay, guys, we should do this. We should change that, blah, 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 blah. And everyone was kind of taken back because, you know, I knew everything, right? But, you know, instead of me, you know, figuring out why they do their way first and then me suggesting. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, so like, I do notice, you know, every now and then, like, I, I've kind of become more aware of, like, am I actually being coachable in this area of my life, right? And I think that in some way or another, you know, even with more higher success, we lose that coachability index because, you know, we, we become more successful. Right. So, um, and I remember, you know, when I was first getting started, like in my head, it was just like, Oh, I don't want to do that. That sounds stupid. I, that sounds redundant. I don't need to do that type of thing. Right. So, um, now I try my best to just become more aware of being humble and, you know, it's, it's hard, but you know, like I, you know, just, you know, I, I always, you know, like being coachable right off the bat and then continue to do that is definitely important. And I would, you know, I guess, so my tip here is to, take, you know, some sort of inventory on how coachable are you on specific things. Okay. Um, and the third thing, what's the third thing? Okay. So the third thing is think much bigger, much sooner. And so I heard this from a guy named Holton Bugs. you know, like I, like, I like, um, you know, just study successful people online on YouTube, right? I've never met Holton, but I came across him on YouTube as like one of the top network marketing earners. Um, you know, and he was someone that also started at 18 years old. You know, he never made more than $500 a month for his first seven years. And he never totaled more than 50 people in his team total in seven right. years. Not at the same time, but total, right? And now he's making, you know, like 
eight figures and like crazy money, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and so like, I just love, you know, his story. And one of the things that he says in one of his videos called Expand Your Mind, it's on YouTube. Um, it's like him giving, I think it's a, of him at GoPro, like giving mm -hmm. like a two Remember that speech. one. Yeah, yeah. And he says, you know, you need to start thinking much bigger, much sooner, right? You know, and this was me. The one issue that I had for a while was like, what, when I got started in network marketing, I was action right away. And then I started to get a bunch of no's. So I started to think that, okay, maybe I'm doing things wrong. So I came out of action mode for a long time, a long time thinking that I needed to like do all the studying and everything. So like I, I limited my action and all, all my studying, you know what I mean? And, and I wasn't getting anywhere and it caused a lot of frustration because I wasn't aware of that, you know, gap. Mm -hmm. But something that he said that I was definitely at fault for in the past, and you know, some of you, even listening to this right now, you know, you're waiting till you get to a thousand dollars a month before you believe, right? You're waiting till you get to, you know, maybe $10,000 a month before you believe or any sort of money before you believe. And you've already lost out on thousands. You have that false belief of once I hit that number, things are going to change. Yeah. You, you've already missed out on, on a lot of money just by waiting to believe. Wow. Right. So the belief comes with action. Like I, even like me right now, man, like I go through phases where I'm just like, man, is this actually going to work? Like the typical 24 year old thing, like, because, because I'm like, I'm, I'm at the point in my life right now where it's just like, you know, friends from high school that I graduated with that I've grown up with, they're, you know, buying houses, they're, you know, getting engaged, all this kind of stuff. Right. And here I am on my entrepreneurial ventures. Right. You know, and, you know, I, I'm fired up and stoked about it, right? But like, and I'm very grateful for everything that I do have, right? I do have, you know, a ton of um, things to be gratitude, grateful for in my life, right? But it's just like that, like, as a human being, we still kind of get that comparitis. It's just like, man, is this going to freaking work, right? And I still fight those like two voices in my head. It's just like, you know, do I do network marketing? I, I'm too stressed out. You know, maybe I, I just need to like chill, you know what I mean? And like, you know, I always try to make my higher self, you know, just do it anyways. Right. So, um, but yeah, you know, like, so that's like what I would tell people is just believe much bigger, much sooner. And if you don't believe the only way to do it is to start taking action. Cause like those I said, are, those are three huge nuggets. So I'm going to go over them real quick. Take action right away. Um, yeah. say something. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just say something. Um, yeah. I mean, you're not going to get a date by looking at the girl across the street ever so let's just go back to that say something um exactly. the next thing is find a mentor and uh you have a great mentor and and follow them but i like what you said follow them but take down take inventory of where where you're coachable and where you're not coachable because if you don't know you're not going to know and that that's the big thing if you don't know where you're not coachable you're going to have issues and then think much bigger much sooner i just did a um podcast with Another person that's very successful, and he said that exact same thing. If I could have told myself, I would have said I would go faster, much faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the last thing, I, actually, I got two questions. You just did, I'm actually going to share this with the, the audience. I'm going to put it in the show notes. You okay. did a great two-part video on your Facebook page. It's called What the F Beep Beep is Network Marketing. And uh, I'm going to actually put that link inside the, I'm not going to spoil it for the, for the listeners, but I'm going to put that link inside the show notes so they can actually get in there and listen to what the F is network marketing. By okay. So the last thing that I always ask my, my customer or my, uh, my interviewees is 
What's the one thing, positive or negative, that keeps you up at night in your business? Uh, vision. Vision. You know what I mean? I mean, it, that's the only answer I ever have. And I mean, like, everything just starts with vision, you know? And it's like, I don't really know how to explain that, you know, in like the Bob Proctor way type thing, right? But like, I remember just like, even like before network marketing, like I had like big goals, big dreams, like in high school, like I would daydream a lot in math 20 dash two class. Right. You know, like my teacher, Mr. Christou would always be like, Khaled, look this way to the board. You know what I mean? And it'd be like, I, I but like, I wasn't just dozing off into the freaking air and out the window. Like I was literally thinking about like success in multiple different areas of my life. Right. And like what keeps me up late at night, you know, is just like, I, I feel like I have such a strong burning desire, like that first chapter in Think and Grow Rich. And it's just like, I just feel like this, like, this button that just goes off inside me that's just like, okay, let's go, let's work, let's talk to people, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's all that keeps me up, man, you know? And then like, when you start to see success, you know, then it's just like, you kind of want to ride that train, you know what I mean? When you have people in your team that are as fired up as you, it's just like, you become that, 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 but that burning desire grows, you know right. what I mean? So, man, that's huge. Keeping the vision and, and the Bob Proctor. So, so what up? So thank you. A great interview. I appreciate your time. Again, this is Eric Sablon with Burnt Phone Marketing. This is Khalid Hamir. And I'm actually going to put your Facebook um, links in the show notes and your Instagram sure. link in the show notes. So that way, if you guys want to reach out to, Colleen, you can. And um, again, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. Um, I'm actually going to give away something on the outro. So make sure you listen to the outro all the way through and pick up your free gift. All right, guys. Thank you and appreciate it. I know that network marketing can be tough sometimes, being that outcast, seeing that vision that nobody else sees. So what I did for you guys is I put together a summit of some of the top income earners in network marketing for free at www.burntphonechallenge.com forward slash summit. This summit's going to help you with belief, it's going to help you with strategy, and it's going to help you with the steps to help you grow your business. So enjoy the free training. And I'll see you on the next podcast.